0: hello hello um, welcome to field of 12 after dark and we're gonna be here every day we're gonna be doing this it is, it's gonna be a rotating cast of characters i'm michael felder from stadium but this is gonna be really really fun um, we're talking everything college football we're gonna get through this crazy sport and yo, know we got i listen i got we're talking sec this week and we got some beast here to talk about it we got clint sterner uh obviously former razorbacks quarterback uh, Radio, TV analyst, play for the Cowboys. Clint, how you doing? I'm
1: doing well, man. Hey, y'all can y'all can call me dirty from now on because I
0: plan on getting
1: dirty with George's ass. I plan <laughs> I plan on getting dirty this year. College football is here, ladies and gentlemen. This is gonna be a blast, man. Look, I I am uh, I- I'm blessed to be with you two. Uh, blessed to be with Field of Twelve After Dark, man. We got some. You said cast of characters. We got some great characters, great dudes, entertaining dudes. And, and, and college football always gives us a little meat to chew on, man. So good to be here with you boys, man. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, let's ride.
0: I, listen, let's ride is the, is the right answer. And Clinton, and I have done some work in with, with together in radio in Arkansas. And then I'm bringing in my guy, George Whitfield, uh, the quarterback guru. He's done some work with ESPN, Nike ambassador. And uh, the reason that, George and I have each other's numbers in the phone is because we were running the streets together back there, back in the the opening in the Elite 11. George, how you doing, man? Bring us into the show. I'm good.
2: Michael Felder, first of all, welcome into the field of 12 on behalf of Clint, Bryce, Trevor, Rob, Dagan, Jeff, the whole team. Welcome, man. We, you're, you're our newest, latest, greatest addition. So we welcome you. And honestly, we also welcome you to a tradition we've held up all year last year. I'm going to start with Clint. And for those of you who have been with us, for those of you just joining us back this year for the first time, grab something to sip on. We got America's favorite sport. We got a little time on this summer evening. We're going to go through a couple of things. I want to give a toast from both of you, and then I'll give mine, and then I'm going to hand the ball back to our point guard. Clint, a toast. This offseason, your favorite thing, your favorite news, your favorite person that you observed in this favorite sport of ours. Well, this is a tough
1: one for me, George, because there's a lot of shit's gone on since uh, since we last spoke, my yeah. friend. But the low-hanging fruit you mentioned, Michael Felder joining us. I, I, I'll, uh, I'll cheers. I'll damn sure drink to my man. But um, a lot of good's gone on at Arkansas, but I can't go there. Jimbo Fisher. You not letting Nick Saban push your ass around? That's worth me sipping to now. Hell with sipping, I'm going to hey. give me a good drink. Jimbo Fisher, I appreciate yes. you making this college football season more interesting, brother.
2: Jimbo Fisher, hey. Michael Felder, sir, give me some favorite uh, theme this last long five, six months. Woo, man, you know what? And
0: Clint, you, listen, you took the cake, but you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to go with, and this is, it took me a while. It took me a second to think about it. But what I'm going to go with, man, I'm going to, I'm going to, listen, I'm a, am going to cheers to the transfer portal. Hey, oh, yes, my man.
1: Yes, yes, yes. my man. Hey, it, bre- it breathes some life into the middle of the, the middle of the, uh, the back, uh, SEC schools, Arkansas. We needed that transfer portal. I right hear you, baby. Better-
0: so I'm oh, I'm gonna
2: cheers yeah. to the transfer portal. Uh yes. George, what are you what are you no, what are you cheers to though? So I'm gonna go to my my plan B was Shake Up, right? I love Shake Up, the two LA schools from out here now. Oh, big yeah. Tommy watching people on boardwalks with big ten hats down here in San Diego and LA. So be it, I love that, but I'm gonna go with something. That should be very near and dear to this show, being quarterback-centric. We are about to see, I think, the best season of quarterback play, and I'm going to put it on them, in the last half decade in college football. You have easy six or seven Jedis, not big-time players, six or seven Jedis lurking across the country. I think six or seven of these guys would have been drafted ahead of last year's first quarterback and Kenny Pickett. All respect to Kenny Pickett and his Battle of Pittsburgh. But there are some monsters out here, West Coast, in the South. The Big Ten has some coming forward. The ACC's got some lurking. Uh, to the quarterbacks and the slaying we're about to see in this year, college football season, to the QBs. <laughs>
1: You did right, G. I love it, baby. Hey,
2: and lastly, Michael Felder, we do an honorary one to the godfather of college football. He's about to be back on air here in another week and a half, Coach Lee Corso. Coach, I, to
0: you, sir. I dig it. Guys, we got a lot of ground to cover. We got, listen, and I don't know if you guys like smoking the Bandit, but I do, and we got a long way to go and a short time to get there. So we got about an hour to cover a lot of ground and we are going to talk about those quarterbacks, which is going to be really interesting because there are so many we, we when we were pre when we were putting together the show, we had to figure out where we were. We just going to talk about the quarterbacks by themselves or were we going to talk about the quarterbacks with the teams? So you know what? Right now I kind of want to push the quarterbacks to the side and I, I'm sorry, Clint. I'm sorry, George. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Dirty. I'm sorry, yes. George, <laughs> but right now, the question that I have is, is this Alabama's SEC championship and maybe national championship to lose?
1: Absolutely, Mike. I mean, look, I here, here's the deal is, is you've got the top two players in the country, arguably. I believe Bryce Young's the best quarterback in terms of going to the league. I think he'll be the first quarterback drafted. I think he'll play earlier than anybody Time else. Up. Okay. What do you got CJ Stroud, I, I, right now I think he's better than him. Okay, I love that. I, listen, tell I, you, tell me, Ben Felder, come on back that way. After after that, come on yeah. back. That- look, look, when, when it comes when it comes to navigating the pocket, delivering every ball on the field with ease, not having to get your body right, being mechanically sound, having confidence, being ready to step in physically to the league, and not just have like high ceiling, like potential. But like legitimately get me in the game, and his game's going to translate directly to the NFL. They're all great. Don't get me wrong. We're splitting hairs here. But I believe that Bryce Young is the dude right now that can step in the league and play. I believe he'll be the number one overall pick. And if he's not, I believe Will Anderson will be. And okay. Will Ander- Will Anderson is being the, 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 in my opinion, the best pass rusher in the game. You got those two guys coming back, and Mike, real quick. Nick Saban don't hand out too many damn compliments. No, Nick Saban stood his ass up there at SEC Media Days, Mike, and he said, I don't know that I've ever had a guy on each side of the football in terms of leadership, along with the caliber player that they are. I don't know that I've ever had that in Alabama. When Nick Saban says that, I'm not putting him second to anybody. So to answer your question, absolutely the SEC is, is Saban's and Bama's to lose.
0: I See, here's the thing, and I'm going to get – G-Dub, I'm going to let you get in there. There is one question that I, I want both of you. And, and George, I want to get you. And then, Clint, I want to get you on this. So, let's start with George. Do you think – and I think about – I think Stroud and Young are intrinsically related because they are both quarterbacks of color and they both do not run. They don't run. And do you think that that's a big part of – after RIP Dwayne Haskins, obviously, and hearing about Tua tongo Bailoa. do you think that they think about that a lot and that they don't, they're worried that they don't be labeled as running quarterbacks, even though we know when they decide to run, they can do it. Let me go G-Dub and then Clint, you get in right after him.
2: Woo, that's a heavy, that's a heavy kickoff, but let's go at it. Okay, so let's go at the the ideology of the black quarterback. I don't think these guys think about that. Okay. They've watched Teddy Bridgewater. He yeah. never goes past the line of scrimmage. They've seen Geno Smith. Uh, for all of us. We watched Byron Laughwich. Sure. Big old rifle. He wasn't going down. He wasn't but they've going also down they've running.
0: also seen what happens to Lamar Jackson.
2: Well, like when a, like when an MVP and and, and star 30 semi games at Louisville. Right. Like you like you are what you are. And it is good to see some diversity. Not every quarterback of color has a big superhero okay. cape and is leaping over humans. You you can play the game like Matt Ryan. You can play the game like Clint Sterner. You can go out there and and run an offense, a well-oiled machine like a, yeah. a, a Kirk Cousins. And you can do it with your own flair. You can, like, you are what you are. I don't think, just from knowing these guys, like, knowing them. I trained sure, Bryce, John 7th eighth grader. That's why that I started with not him. in his thought process. I need to be quick enough to be quick. I need to keep plays alive. I can't get caught back here in the pocket. But he's also not thinking, I need to get a buck 50 today on the ground. I need to get first downs in the matter I can get first downs. So I don't think they think about that, but it is interesting you brought that up. To to Clint's point. I I have three crowns coming into this season, like three preseason crowns. The the, the, the game's best general from a quarterback standpoint is Bryce Young, most battle tested. Everything Clint said about him is right. That's the game's best general. Under the most pressure, delivers under all that pressure. Those two 90 plus yard drives against Auburn when they had to have it. Yeah. And Auburn. They're, they're sending five, six, and they're dropping the rest, and they're coming from all lanes, and he all the way down the field. Mech, Mechie's out. Uh, he, it's him, Jameis, he's got to figure out, okay, he's your best general. To me, C.J. Stroud's your best passer. Great, Great route, great coverage. He's a difference maker. He just doesn't – like, yeah, there are some things Bryce does that C.J. really doesn't do in terms of navigation – but when you watch the ball play in and play out down the field, to me, Stroud has a step on him. The other third crown to me is out West. Caleb Williams is a monster. My indelible play from last football season came in Lawrence, Kansas. Like, who's going to say that? Oklahoma at Kansas. Oklahoma's found themselves in a barroom brawl in a spot they ain't supposed to be in on their back in a bar they should have blew through there and got on their Harley and got out of there and they got <laughs> caught third down and two. They go for a run play dive off the right tackle back. gets busted up in the backfield. Caleb goes back there, takes the ball and goes and gets the first down. That was an impression getting the ball in the second quarter against Texas when they're up there getting Molly against Texas ADR touchdown run. 70-yard touchdown throw, two more touchdown drives. Like, he's a big home run hitter. That's your biggest monster. So there's a general right now. That's Bryce. Your best passer, that's Stroud right now. And to me, your monster nationally, and especially on the West Coast, is Caleb. Now, the kid down in Gainesville is going to have something to say about that monster part. But, like, with Well, Clint, listen. Yeah. Hey,
0: we're, we're going to get to him – let's get to him Clint you tell tell me what you think about that about like but, uh, how Stroud and how how Stroud and Bryce Young have to navigate kind of that space where they just they don't want the label
1: yeah uh, mike i mean I, I i completely understand where you're coming from and and, and i and i don't want to minimize that that label is out there and I'm, I'm i'm aware of it but as i look as i look at the nfl landscape today i i, yeah. I feel like if you come into the league Black, white, Hispanic, I don't, I don't give a damn what, what it is. If you come into the league and you don't have holes in your game, you're going to be given opportunity. You're going to be drafted first overall. You're going to be yes, given sir. the opportunity. And if you don't have holes in your game, you're going to succeed at an extremely high level. Yes. Now that, that, I mean, whether the guys get that opportunity to develop their game, things of that nature, I, I can't speak to that. But when I talk about C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, I, I view both of those guys as dudes that don't have holes in their game. I think Bryce is a better natural passer of the football, like like legit, like touch and all the little up in the arm slot and and the and, and the and, the, and the, the like like effortless accuracy. I no, think talk, Bryce,
0: hey, hey, I'm calling. Uh, talk about it because I think that's important. I want you listen. You guys are two quarterbacks. You guys know about yeah. playing quarterback, right? So talk yeah. about that arm. Like I love that's the thing I love about Bryce Young. Is the way that he changes his arm slot, the way that he's able to make off-platform throws. I love that about him. So, yeah, I want you to get into that because to me, that's what that's what I love about how he yeah. plays. Mike, I, like I, I watch Bryce Young
1: play, and, and and I see, I see a guy that that makes very difficult things because I've tried to do it, and I could just flat ass couldn't do it. Like he makes them look simple, and you know who mm-hmm. else does that? You know who else does that? Pat Mahomes, yeah, Josh Allen,
0: yep.
1: I mean, there's a handful of them. Like, I, I think, I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I've ever seen play the position. Big picture, if we just check every box, in my opinion, yes. But, but when it comes when it comes down to taking your body out of throws and just and whipping it around the park in, in underneath ten yards, like Aaron Aaron doesn't he does he's not necessarily in the best of the the Pat Mahomes world of doing those things. Right. He's gets he gets his base set in every single throw and then throws with power, and it's beautiful. So, anyway, we can get off in these quarterback weeds. But my point is, as you were talking about, like, Lamar, I love Lamar Jackson. He won an MVP, but he's got a hole in his game, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, whatever he's got to fight, I completely respect it and understand it. But he's got a damn hole in this game, man. I'm talking about when I, when I look at Bryce Young and I look at C.J. Stroud, I think these dudes are going to walk in the league, and you're going to have a hell of a time finding a hole in their game. Outside of them being a rookie, you're going to have a hard time finding it. Well, He's not processing at a high level. Well, he's not throwing the ball over the middle at a high level. Well, he's not reading the pressure and getting the ball out. He's not setting his feet. He can't throw it off platform. They can do it all, man. And yeah. and, and with, with the, the day you – to me, find me a quarterback that doesn't have holes in his games, and if he yeah. doesn't get an opportunity, I'm going to raise hell with you, baby.
0: And I think about that a lot because I I, was, I went to UNC, so watching Sam Howell – Sam Howell's the best quarterback UNC's ever had, in- that's no disrespect to my buddy TJ Yates, but um, Sam Howell he had a really tough time between the hashes, and so it was he had a rough he had a rough time with that. So you talk about holes in the game. I think about that um, when we speak about holes in the game. And I, listen, we gotta we gotta we gotta get moving. Um, hey,
2: Michael, real quick, <laughs> I, I want to give Clint uh, his, uh, his respect. He said something probably not even thinking about it. You said black, white, or Hispanic which I respect because a lot of times in moments like that, when you're trying to get across a point where you got to traverse race, basically saying it doesn't matter to most people would say black, white, blue, green, blue, green doesn't exist. And therefore they wash it out. You took the higher step up and I respect you for that by saying black, white, Hispanic, keep it within the realm. It's okay to talk about that. Just speak on it. But sure. you did. I respect it. Just you know, just so the audience knows, I respect that man. All right.
0: Cheers, everyone.
2: Um, well yeah, taking that on like that. Go ahead, Michael. It's your show. No, it's listen, it's our show. But what I was <laughs> gonna say was so if we're if we
0: we're calling Alabama the favorite, yeah. how do we feel about Georgia? And you talk about holes in your game. Let's start with Stetson Bennett. Do we think he has holes in his game? Or do we think they have holes in their offense? Go ahead, yeah, I man. You go I, first.
1: I don't know if he has holes in his game as much as he just his bowl ain't very deep. You know what I mean? Like, like, it, like I mean, I, he just ain't like his ceiling's so low. It's like you know, I, I mean, whether we're talking about, I know some folks. I ain't gonna say George's name, but I know some folks want to talk about Stetson Bennett's legs last year. Like Stetson Bennett's legs ain't doing a damn thing when it comes down to it. But, but, they're, 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 but I mean, look, he's got an extremely low ceiling. I mean when we talk about Georgia, we're not talking about we're not talking about Stetson Bennett unless we're talking about the Good Morning America uh interview that he had after the National Championship game, right. which was which was this which was shit legends are made of. I absolutely, absolutely, Legend, loved it.
2: Derek. Oh, it was so beautiful. But but look, I Michael, mean, did you see that, Michael? Did you see I it, saw it? Yeah, I saw oh, it. Where two oh, or man, three was... times he said, my man said, what was the question again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, uh, we enjoy hey, hey, guys, we, we're, not yeah. talking about, we're not talking about Stetson Bennett, man. I mean, and we, look. The I question, mean, we,
0: we, here's the thing. The question with Georgia that we're asking is, how do you replace the talent that you lost on the defensive side of the ball? And then, by the way, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to this, but have you seen George Pickens in the Steelers camp? Because Ooh. imagine if they had actually used him. <laughs>
2: Yeah. or or if he got himself out there remember he was out for quite a while injury wise
0: he was hurt but and, they also didn't throw him the ball
2: that's also true but it, that, then it goes back to the signal okay. caller where i think we need to come on back to this stetson bennett thing we need to have a real conversation well
0: you know what we're, we're gonna we're gonna move forward we're gonna circle back so we do yep. think that we do we all agree let's just do hands do we think that georgia is number two in this in this conference Oh, yeah. Number two in the
2: conference.
1: Number two in the conference.
0: Okay, so let's move forward. We're going to move forward. We're going to get to some. So let's
2: if Georgia's number two. Let's start in the West. So wait, 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 wait. We we need to touch up. We're going to circle back on this Stetson Bennett thing with Georgia later. Oh, we're going to. Yeah, we're going to circle back because we're going to talk about the quarterbacks in this conference.
0: So we're going to circle back to Stetson Bennett. We're going to talk about these quarterbacks. But I, I got to keep it
2: moving, man. Listen, hey, I got the plan. Clint, my man keeping it tidy, ain't he? Keeping it uh, straight. Well,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, but Mike, we're talking about Georgia here. Mike, Mike we're talking we gotta about Georgia. We got to give Georgia. That's the national hey, chair. We ain't got look, time for Georgia. Look, Mike, Mike, let me hit you with this real quick, and then you tell me to go to hell and we can move on. Here's the deal. <laughs> when, when, you, when you ask me the question, and it's going to come back to Stetson. When, when you ask me the question, can Kirby Smart replace the eight dudes that he lost on the defensive side of the football? And can he stay national championship contention, SEC championship contention, like a top one or two or maybe three uh, uh, right. programs in the country, right? Now, the answer those, is no. But, but look, but check it out, though, Mike. Five of those draft picks that he lost, five of the eight were first rounders. Guess yes. what side of the ball they were on? Offense. defense. Yeah. So, so so here's the deal is – we. we t- First of all, we give Kirby too much damn respect. Like, Kirby's rebuilding. He ain't reloading. He ain't proved he can reload yet. He's rebuilding, right? And here's the thing. Here's the difference is, not only do you have to replace eight, five of which were first-rounders, two of which were third-rounders on the defensive side of the football, but you've got a stagnant-ass offense with Stetson Bennett running the show. How are you going to overcome that and stay nationally relevant? Well, you know what? Let's just stick
0: on this this damn Georgia point. We don't have to talk about them later. We can talk about them right now. Here's the reality. They lost the smartest college football player of the last decade. N'Kobe Dean. Bingo, my man. Watching N'Kobe Dean in watching N'Kobe Dean in the playoff, watching him call that the the orbit motion. Call orbit motion. Say, keep the blitz on. Go ahead, Michael. Because he knew, he knew. N'Kobe Dean watched so much film that he knew orbit, 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 you go, you go. I'm staying. And then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sack Cade McNamara. Watching N'Kobe yeah. Dean go from Michigan was like, oh, we're smart. We're cute. We're funny. We're going to have a running back all the lined up at the numbers, and then we'll motion lacrosse, and then Kobe Dean gets a tackle for loss. Watching N'Kobe Dean in the national championship game, when he – when – what is it? Was it Channing Tindall? When Channing Tindall um, – got caught with his eyes in the backfield and N'Kobe Dean had to stop Cameron Leitu from catching a touchdown pass that would have got them within one score. And then the next play, he said, he told Channing Tindall, he said, do your job. And then Channing Tindall goes and gets a sack of Bryce Young, yeah. which leads to a field goal instead of them scoring a touchdown. Nakobe Dean is, I don't give a, I don't care if he was drafted in the first round, second round, third round, fourth round, doesn't matter. The reality of it is, is he was the smartest player in college football? He knew what he was doing. This is a team that watched film, and the only reason Alabama beat them in the SEC championship game is because Alabama knew they watched film. So Alabama did a bunch of different stuff, yeah, to confuse them. That um, that tight bunch where Jamison Williams scored on the touch, scored the touchdown, Alabama. For the whole year, and remember, you mentioned, you guys brought up the Auburn game, right? Where they ran that tight bunch to create plays. They uh, Alabama in tight bunch, the thing that they did in tight bunch, they had one guy go out, one guy go in, one guy go up. And then they sometimes had one guy go out and then go back in. And then in the SEC championship game, they had, and you can see, you if anyone goes back and watches it, you can see Georgia's safety run over the top. You can see the other safety take the over route. And then you can see Jamison Williams look like he's about to run the up, the vertical, and then he bends it in behind. And then he, they hit him right behind the safety. It's over. But Georgia watch film. They know what they're doing. So I don't know how you replace that level of. Well,
2: intelligence. Here, here's what I would put to that folder and you're on point with everything. And that's when you said the smartest football player last year, I was already with you on the Kobe yeah. quarterback and, by the way, we call Georgia the White Walkers. I don't know if you're hip to the Game of Thrones. <laughs> I know can't about be it. Field in open space, the White Walkers. <laughs> so my point on that is, you know, Kobe Dean was in that linebacker room with some youngsters who were yeah. with him every day. They so they learned. they learned. They learned. They watch his patterns, and you best believe a leader like that, just like what Alabama has, what Clint was saying, with uh, uh. Young
1: will Anderson,
2: and it will Anderson. Yeah, they're not just leading in in a silo. Yeah. They're taking everybody with them. Sit your ass yeah. down. This is how we do business. This is how we prepare. This is how we attack, etc., etc. Follow me. Everybody is doing that. I know. Love- uh, from and they got two yeah. guys like me. So best believe, N'Kobe Dean has left behind some apprentices that are going to also come up. And don't forget the White Walkers. The, easily the best unit in college football we've probably seen in a handful of well, since LSU's offense is led by Kirby smart. Yeah. Kirby is still there.
0: Do so you think and, losing Dan Landing hurts?
2: No, no, no doubt. Anytime you have pillars and contributors to a great thing and you lose him, it hurts until the next crew comes in and defines themselves and Clint's right. Which I'm they, ready they to talk. I, to I can't wait to talk about
0: Clemson. Cause I'm very curious to they, see what that looks like.
2: Cause, cause Clint's right on this point. Georgia does have to reload. Alabama reloaded last year and wind up in the national championship. Yeah. They had a freshman quarterback, like 20, no, 16 guys go to the draft, three more go as free agents. And then they That was technically their reload year, and they wind up in the national championship. Yeah. That's coaching. That's tactical elements. That's pacing the team, playing within their limits. I mean, playing within their realm. The first six weeks, and then week seven through 12, you could expand some. Here comes the playoffs. Now we know who we are. So, but I I will give you that. Georgia's going to be right there. And I don't think they're the second-best team in the country, but they're certainly the second-best team in this conference. I don't –
0: and We – listen, we've already – we've done almost half an hour.
2: (laughs) That's gold. That's gold. With just these
0: two teams. But here's – I, but I have one more thing. It's free. Can you win with with Lad McConkey as your top receiver?
2: Well, I don't think he's their top receiver. I think the tight end is their top receiver. Well, he's going to wind up. We ain't talking enough about him. Timeout. I love Brock Bowers,
0: I think he's great. But you do know they have a receiver who is the same size as LeBron James, right? I mean a tight end that's the same size as LeBron James.
2: Oh yeah. So he was there last year. And so, still Bowers is the best dude they got. All respect. Uh, I get the LeBron size dude. All respect. All but, respect. His uh, family's probably watching. Thank y'all for watching. And those. by the way,
0: <laughs> they also have they also have Eric Gilbert now. Who was yeah, a look. leading receiver for LSU. A leading pass catcher for LSU, if you will. And um, so I just I just – if you have Darnell Washington and you have Eric Gilbert, like does this look like Michigan's, def- Michigan's offense now? You, you're you running 13, no, no, you're no. Running 13 I think,
2: personnel? And I'll, I'll give it to Clint. I think you going to have some – they have some cheetahs and gazelles in there now. They what? do. We just haven't me. met them yet. We ain't, we ain't met them yet. Are we ever going to meet them? Oh, yeah. We're going to meet them. They, they, they will surface. We'll see him. They they got an interesting little first. Clint. Okay, Clint, you're, Clint yeah, you're an man, SEC look. guy. Do you Clint, You're an SEC guy. How much
0: faith do you have that Georgia's gonna open up their offense?
1: None. Was Stetson Bennett a quarterback? None. <laughs> None. Man, that's two different and, questions, and, Mike and, 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 but, but 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 gee, check it out. Here's the deal, man. I mean, we just before we came on this damn on, on this damn show. We just got through talking about Nick Saban and how why, why he changed his ways. Because mm-hmm. he realized, hey, I can be as good as I want on defense. I'm going to come up against some offenses that are going to put some numbers up. I got to go run some numbers up on offense. Bingo. So what in the hell makes us think that Kirby Smart all of a sudden is going to be able to go two tight ends? I don't care how good they are. Two, three tight end sets, running the football with Stetson Bennett. And now if you got – because I'm going to tell you that Georgia defense – Rivals at Alabama defense back in the day with uh,
2: they were Deshaun, historical.
1: Deshaun Robinson and all in that crew.
0: Josh
2: me, Allen, that's the, best,
1: that's the best two defenses I've ever seen in my life. When I was about four, I watched that that Miami defense that was off the charts. You don't have that anymore. Like yeah. that all, that well, offense works all when right. you got them Clint, dogs Let me ask you, you head last. Year.
2: Let me ask you a question, Clint. Who's your favorite race car driver? Right now,
1: race car driver. I don't know that I can give you one.
2: Do you know a right. NASCAR nascar indy is let's Jeff go Gordon bubba still wallace. Driving? probably not let's go bubba <laughs> wallace okay I like bubba. Bubba. is bubba wallace still bubba wallace if he's driving the new electric volkswagen no chance no chance you are what your quarterback says you are so you are what your quarterback says you are so you're still mm. technically Bubba Wallace. You could put the helmet on, the race suit on. But if you're getting into an electric Volkswagen, all respect to Volkswagen. And we would love that support here. on Yes. yes. But you can oh, like you may in your heart be a NASCAR driver. You may hop in there with your NASCAR suit on. You may say, let's go get 50 every night. Let's touch 120 on the on the speedometer. But if you have a Volkswagen going on right now, that's what you have in the driveway. That's it. You can't hey, whether you got weapons, some weapons, nuclear weapons, the trigger, man G-Dub. defines what you are. Stop Am it. I right? Stop it. G, G dub. with your Vince Young and Johnny Manziel
1: jersey having ass. I, I I cannot I'm just here to tell you, man. Like Stetson Bennett can drive a goddamn eighty-two Volkswagen if he wants to if he's got that defense that he had last year. The game no, no, has I'm changed, saying,
2: partner. But you're saying, you're saying Kirby Smart doesn't want to aspire to get past 24 points, and I'm saying he doesn't. what if he does, but what if he does, but you have Stetson Bennett as your quarterback? Ball control, management, customer service. Like None of that's
1: getting you 24-plus in this league when it matters, bro. None of that, but, is that, is that it.
2: but I'm asking you, is that him or is that his quarterback? That's him. Is that him? What That's if him. Caleb Williams transferred to Georgia instead of USC?
0: Oh, you mean like if Justin Fields had been there? Well, all well, you, what
1: what you are, Hell, if this was this, we'd all be drunk.
0: Speaking listen, hang on, let's not like we do remember that Justin Fields was at Georgia. No doubt. And he was like, um, don't know what to do with this. I I can't drive this Corvette. Give me the Camry.
2: Uh yeah, no, that was interesting. Well that that's a good that's, <laughs> I had something for you, Michael, but I, I was like, That ain't gonna hold up in this. So I just put that back. <laughs>
0: That's all. That's all. That's all I'm saying. All right, guys, we got, listen, we got to, we got to go really quick. Cause we got to, we got a Cedric Tillman interview coming up that we've got to play. And we have, um, so let's, let's talk really quick in the West. Who do we like in the West? Is A&M the team that's coming for it? You got 90 seconds to make your case G-Dub. You got 90 seconds to make your case,
2: your case for A&M. Well, I got to make a case for A&M, but I will. A&M. <laughs> A and M. They've been building for this for the last couple of years. You saw this. You saw this with Jimbo Fisher, one of the best big game coaches in the game today. A few years ago, they played both teams in the national championship: Clemson and Alabama. Battle with both down the line, and they had Kellen Mond at the helm. Fast, physical, silverbacks everywhere. Right. They've been building for this. Now, Clint right. They got to situate this quarterback situation. And both are basically green. Haynes King had a chance to dress a few more times before he got hurt yeah. against Colorado. In comes Young Johnson. For those of you out there that are watching, Max Johnson's the son of Brad Johnson, great NFL quarterback. But so now here they go. But physically in the trenches, they can go anywhere in Jurassic Park and battle. Okay. And I'm talking about the SEC. Anywhere. The the only thing about this, this uh, Michael Felder. (laughs) I mean, the only deal. (laughs) The only deal for them, they got Murderers Row for a schedule: Miami, Arkansas, Miami in the in the non-conference. Hurricane, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Bama, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Florida, Auburn, LSU. What would you? I didn't hear
0: you say App State.
2: App State, throw App State in there. What would the Trojans do with that schedule? What would the Longhorns do with that schedule? Let's just get real. Get their ass. Aggies to me are coming. Will they catch? Will they catch the two big boys? We don't know. Attrition injuries. We have to get it. You know, momentum. People got to catch fire. But to me, that is the next one. They're dragging their chair to that two. That two chairs. That two top. They're dragging their own chair to that two-top. It's a three-top with the Aggies. All right, so to I'm gonna get Clint, I'm gonna give you 30
0: seconds, and we got to get to the interview.
1: Yeah, Why, look, is, this is this is easy. Give me this give me easy.
0: give me Arkansas at number two. Arkansas at number two. Yeah, in, in west.
1: the, in the in west.
2: west.
1: Oh, they got a quarterback. They got a quarterback. They got their play caller back. They got an identity. Uh, they got their offensive line back. They got uh, they lost two they lost two playmakers that I think are X factors in what they do offensively and defensively and and there's a good chance one of those Drew Sanders a transfer from Alabama I don't know if he's going to be worth a damn but he he plays unbelievably fast he may be better than Grant Morgan and I'm going to get shot in Arkansas for saying that but he may be better than Grant Morgan for one year and then can Jaden Hazelwood a former five star can he replace Ch- uh, Dr- uh, Traylon Burks at the wide receiver position that's the only two questions partner. I mean, they've improved everywhere else. And if those guys hit, if those guys land, Arkansas can be number two in the West, no question about it.
0: I, I absolutely love that. I'm excited for it. And obviously, we're going to talk new wait, coaches. Wait, wait, Michael
2: Felder, you ain't just going to smooth on off of here with that. You love what Clint said about Arkansas and the SEC West.
0: Yeah, Aggies I love it.
2: Live there. LSU lives there. Ole Miss lives there. Yeah. Your smoothly stamping what Clint said, Arkansas 2 in the SEC West, which makes him a top 10 team when it's all said and done. Hell, top 8. I
0: absolutely think that Arkansas can be a top 15 team. I think Arkansas can be a top 15 team. I I love the way that they play defense. Mm -hmm. I have to throw to an interview right now. I don't know if you guys know how a rundown works, but I have to throw to an interview. But yes, I am agreeing Mm -hmm. with that. Folks, we've got Another um, Field of 12, uh, I don't know, co-host, affiliate, whatever you want to call him, Trevor Knight. You know him from Oklahoma. He actually got a chance to interview uh, Cedric Tillman, wide receiver from Tennessee. So let's check that out.
3: And welcome back to the Field of 12 show. It is my honor and privilege to have with us here Tennessee wide receiver Cedric Tillman. Cedric, how are we doing, my man?
4: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me.
3: Love it. Hey, let's dive right in. Uh, It's summertime. You've been around the block a few times, gone through summer workouts. You've been the young guy. You're now one of the older guys and one of the leaders of that football program. Talk to us about the summer there in Knoxville, Tennessee. Are you guys getting after it? Are you working out? Are you having a little fun on the side? Give Give us a little inside scoop.
4: Yeah, it's going good. You know, we started workouts I think uh, the first week of June, and you know, ever since then we've been competing. You know, running outside, getting stronger. So you know, it's been good. You know, running routes. You know, receivers getting that chemistry with uh, the quarterbacks, and you know, it's good to see the new upcoming guys that just came in. You know, summer, in the summer. So yeah, it's been a it's been a good time. You know, and as far as you know, off the field stuff. You know, I, I myself, I know a couple of my teammates have done like uh, appearances and done different camps and stuff like that so it's just been overall a good summer
3: that's great to hear man speaking of that appearances right I mean some of that is probably normal you're showing up to certain things doing camps that kind of stuff but is any of that NIL related and if so how has NIL affected you personally and, and the locker room this is a new concept to a lot of people so just talk about NIL to to our listeners Cedric
4: Yeah, so, you know, a lot of the uh, camps and, you know, meet and greets have, you know, kind of been through NIL, you know, when NIL kind of came on us last year, I think during the summertime, but I feel like this off season is the first time, you know, people have seen just the effects of NIL, you know, uh, all it can offer. And, you know, it offers just way more than just money, you know, like, you know, me going into it, you know, I wasn't really thinking about that, you know, me. I'm more thinking of, you know, how I can, you know, give back uh, to the Tennessee community, Uh, you know, where can I go, where can I meet people, where can I sign, you know, autographs, you know, where can I do camps at. So, uh, you know, that's kind of been my mentality, and I think it's been real good. You know, locker room, you know, there's a lot of guys with NIL deals and, you know, some upcoming guys with NIL deals too, so it was good. You know, anytime we get to put a little bit of extra change in our pocket, you can't complain, so it was going good.
3: There's no doubt, and obviously Tennessee, a school that – is attracting a lot of NIL publicity. Let's talk a little bit about this past season and, and what you guys are trying to accomplish in the 2022 campaign. You're coming off a seven and six year, four and four in conference. I know as you go into the latter part of your career there, there at Tennessee, you want to leave your mark. So what are you guys focused on this offseason leading into the 2022 season?
4: Man, we're just focused on winning. I mean, that's what we play the game, you know, at the end of the day to do winning. You know, obviously build those relationships. But, man, on Saturday nights and whatever nights we play, you know, we got to get the job done. And, you know, like we said, we went 7-6 last year. Uh, you know, I feel like could have easily, you know, uh, had a 9-10 year, you know, in the first year of hype. So, you know, this year just fixing those mistakes that we made, you know, in the second quarter or the fourth quarter and they're trying to get better. But, yeah, the goal is to just win. Uh, me personally, uh, my four years here, it may sound crazy, but I've never beaten Florida, Georgia, or Bama, you know. And if I'm being honest, all those games I've been blown out every year. So my goal is to just, you know, beat the Big Three, you know, all three of them, because that's something that I haven't been able to do so far. So yeah.
3: Yeah, that would be that would be a heck of a season right there, and I and I hope the best for you. So. I've got the personal opportunity to play in Neyland stadium. I, I believe that it's one of the greatest stadiums in college football. Outside of that, over your four years, what has been the greatest away atmosphere that you've gotten to experience?
4: Man, the greatest away atmosphere. If Purdue in the bowl game counts, I would have to be up there, Uh, but we were still kind of home. But, uh, Hard to do. Uh, it's always uh it's always crazy when you go to Florida. That's always crazy when you go there. Um, you know, LIMA. Uh, you know, crazy too. So you know, everybody's talking about LSU. You know, uh, Death Valley. So I'm, uh, I'm curious to see how that game goes. You know, I'm curious to see how the, how the LSU fans are. You know, because everybody talks about it, but you know, I want to see for myself. So yeah, I'm excited about that game in particular.
0: Folks, that was Cedric Tillman talking with Trevor Knight, and obviously you got to hear. They're excited in Tennessee. Let's 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 go to Clint first. What if 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 not now, when? When Tennessee should be number two in the SEC East, right? According to according to me. I, I, I ain't mad at it.
1: I, I'm I'm not mad at it one bit. That's the first time I've thought about it from this. The, y'all keep hitting me with the second in the west, second in the east. I, 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 <laughs> it's the first time I thought about it, if I'm being completely honest. But, but I'm not I'm not mad at it, man. Look, you, you you got a you got a play caller on the sideline, and Josh Hype, I don't care I don't care who got the, who's got the title, who's got the OC title. You he's got a guy. you got a you got a play caller that's an absolute weapon on the sideline. Hendon uh, Hooker Hooker is is when you talk about dual threat quarterbacks in college football, he's as good as as you get. Now look, I'm not going to get off. You know, we're going to get off into stats, get off into weeds. But when it comes to catching sure. the football c- catching the football and gun and accurately distributing the football. Keeping plays alive, and then also being able to not just be athletic, but like run the zone read, right, run all right. the different quarterback run, quarterback plus one run games, the counters, the powers, things of that nature. Like this dude can do it. They got fifteen returning starters. I just listened to Josh Heupel talk at SEC Media Days again,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm a believer, man. Like I like, and I, I'm gonna be honest. Josh Heupel done look like he done ate Josh Heupel that that was in uh, that that was uh, that I watched play at uh, OU, and so when Josh walked up, I was like, "Damn, Josh, what's going on?" And he started talking, and within five minutes, I'm like, "I'm ready to go to battle with you. Let's ride, baby." Mm-hmm. I, I just I believe I believe Tennessee has has a legit shot uh, to to make a run at, at the East, not beat Georgia, but make a run up up the East and and be a, a real contender sooner rather than later.
2: I'm a I'm not going to disagree with Clint.
0: This doesn't sound
2: like you're agreeing. (laughs) In my opinion, first of all, how good is it that we're having real conversations about the SEC East? Yeah. I mean, how long has that been? Really? It's always been who's going to meet Bama. Come on, Georgia. Come on, Georgia. Way back. Come on, Florida. We're talking about programs that have been asleep for 10, 15 years. And it's a three-horse race to me, in my humble opinion, it's Knoxville, and you're right about Heypel and Hooker. It's Gainesville with Coach Nate Pierre and Anthony Richardson because that just needs hotwired. It's so much talent down there. They just need to hotwire that thing. And it's Kentucky, which Michael Felder, I trust you'll bring us back to the Wildcats but that's a three program battle when's the last time we honestly really had uh like like who spent this much time on the SEC East well, here's what here's what Are we're going to do I'm I'm here's what I'm going to do we got a
0: quarterback in Clint we got a quarterback guru in George here's what we're going to do i'm going to skip around in the in the rundown and we're going to bring the quarterback discussion to the forefront right now because we're talking the about the SEC East so let's talk about it. We got Hendon Hooker at Tennessee. We got Anthony Richardson at Florida. We got Will Levis at Kentucky. And then we got Spencer Rattler at South Carolina. So just those guys. And we've already we've already talked about Levis. We've already talked about Haynes King. We've already talked about Bryce Young. So we don't have to worry about, we don't have to worry
2: about the West. Just the East. Okay. Clint. Let, what are we looking you. at? Clint, let me take the first swing. You mind?
1: No no problem, baby. Go ahead.
2: Uh, well, let's, just, let's just go ahead and just be as real as real can be. Spencer Rattler is under the most pressure out of any college football player this season. And I'm talking about you can go up to Nova Scotia State. You can go all the way out there to Hawaii. It's Spencer Rattler is under the most pressure. You got unseated at Oklahoma, coming in as the nation's top prospect, five-star everything. You get to Oklahoma. You watch two Heismans work in front of you. You just had to kind of watch and follow what they did. He tried to, whether his work ethic was there or not, whether the execution was there or not. We saw what happened on Saturdays. His own fan base pushed him on out for the next monster that came in. What does he make the choice to do? I'll go to Jurassic Park. He chooses to go to not Purdue. Well, he couldn't go to Purdue. Not like another good not Indiana. Not
0: he didn't go to Indiana. Not in Indiana.
2: I'm not gonna go find Arizona to go. You know, that's actually his home. Arizona, Arizona State. By the way, why would anyone
0: go to Arizona right now? I'm gonna
2: put my name, Clint, on a Jurassic Park program columbia south carolina where they're starving let him go two and two getting out of the gate some nice performances some shaky performances see what happens easily under the most uh under the most pressure out of any college football player in america clint you got it
1: no look i love i I love where your head's at and i think a a big part of that is there's nobody dipping at his heels so if he does start two and two he's gonna be the dude um it's interesting, man, because I think the one thing that I experienced in my playing career that I don't think gets um, discussed enough, where there's not enough guys that did it in the national media right now, is it is a different animal when you quarterback Arkansas, Kentucky, South Carolina, right?
3: right. It's easy
1: to be. It's easy to be Greg McElroy, bro. I mean, I'm, I love my dude. He's he's great at what he does. But Greg, Greg had that had it, it was not. Nice. It's easy to go down there and quarterback at LSU most of the time. I understand right now that that doesn't fit real well. Sure, it, it's easy you- to go down there. It's easy to go down there to Georgia. It's easy to go to Florida. I lump Tennessee in that mix. I I lump A and M in that mix. It's easy to quarterback when every game. What'd you say about A and M, uh, George? They got to trenches taken care. Of. It's yeah. easy, relatively. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. It's never easy. It is significantly less difficult to right. quarterback at, at it's, one of those it's,
2: schools. It's, it's a downhill battle.
0: It's a lot harder to be. What is it? Andre Woodson. Is that his name? Kentucky quarterback.
2: Yeah, any any uh, to, to be a I'm, light it,
0: heavy it, now. Now I have to look it up because I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, one, Andre
2: Woodson's lie. right. It Andre Woodson's right. I understand completely. What <laughs> yeah, Andre right. Woodson.
0: It's harder to be Andre Woodson, or it's harder to be Clint Sterner. It's harder to be KJ Jefferson. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's than it just is to be it's, Bryce Young or to be yeah the support. even to you be Stetson Bennett. Support. Yeah, well, it's
2: support.
1: a it's a diff, it's a different It's a different perspective, is all I'm saying. And and Spencer Rattler went to Oklahoma, which he should have. He balled out in high school and he sure. earned it. But he went to OU where he every time he took the field,
2: he the had a big, bigger took
1: he had the, he had the biggest, baddest army in the military. Yep, and yep. and and and, and and right now he might he might. I, I'm not looking at their schedule. He might have the better roster in 30 percent of the games he's going to play next year.
2: You know, know what? Three, I got three, the man. schedule right here, my three. man. Eighth or ninth? They're eighth or ninth in the SEC. You They're think that he? You think it got hot at OU when your ass wasn't playing well?
1: Think about when it gets hot on your ass when you're not playing well and
0: let's run the field every day.
1: Let's run it.
0: Let's run it right now. Let's run it. I'm going to run it right now. Georgia State, better roster. Arkansas.
2: I was going to run through the conference. Forget the schedule. No, I'm I'm going
0: through the schedule because Clint Clint mentioned the schedule, so let's run through the schedule. Let's look at the schedule. Georgia State, they have a better roster. Arkansas. I would say they have a comparable roster, but not better. Not better. Georgia, they don't have a better roster. The Charlotte Forty ers better roster. South Carolina State Bulldogs better roster. I think this is an interesting one. Kentucky, no better, no equal to at your best. Equal possible. at your best. Okay. A and M, they don't have a better roster. Missouri, better roster. Although, yes, bad- I, I would say <clears throat> yeah. Vanderbilt better roster, five. So that's five, and then Florida, Tennessee, and Clemson, and they don't have a better roster than any of them.
2: No, no, no.
1: So what is that five? So, so that's forty percent of their forty percent of his games. He's going to take the take the the field this year with a, with a better chance to win than the opponent based on talent. Right. And then that, in the conference. At OU he, at o, at OU, he ain't he never. He, not one he no, play no. one game when he didn't take the field with the best dude out there. Yeah, but the that's,
2: killer part is. They struggled with him in there at Oklahoma. They only beat Tulane by a touch. Like, they were 5-0 when he went into Texas, and all five wins were eight points or less. I G, also- but, G,
1: what G, what were we talking about, though? Let, we, last year, after dark, field of 12. By the way, you need to follow, like, tweet, holler at us, all that good stuff. Make sure you check us out. Field of 12, oh. after dark. Uh, go ahead, baby. Go ahead, uh, Mike. Well, we were talking about what? Clint. no I mean we but we were talking when, when the whole Caleb Williams Spencer Rattler thing was going down what were we questioning about one we were talking about Lincoln Riley needs to make his ass in the decision he's the one that got got the, the two quarterbacks in the predicament in the first place but two it was about can Spencer Rattler does he have the, 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 the uh, character or the leadership or the, the guts or the does he have all of that to handle that adversity of that whole program all the fan base looking at he didn't have it well no. guess what man if you ain't got it when you're playing for Oklahoma, the big dog in the Big Twelve, it's going to be hard as hell to have it at South Carolina, right. one of the one of the one of the basement teams right. of the East historically. I right. mean, it's just the reality and I, of it.
0: And, and the thing for me is, and George, you and I talked about this pre-show. I I like Spencer Rattler a lot. I think he is good. I think he's I like got. Too. I think he's got a lot of ability. I think I don't think Lincoln Riley was kind of. Uh, I don't think he was serving us bs when he said that he's one of the best throwers of the football that he's ever had. I think the the issue for I think Oklahoma's issue honestly they had more of a he I think his issues or or um misfortune was more of a symptom than the disease. They weren't bad because of him. They they were and they weren't even bad they just weren't as good as we wanted them to be or thought they could be. And I think that's an, an offensive line situation. I also think but that, that Michael, would, yeah. that's
2: still an indictment. That is still an indictment. On um, who? like, And and it's just on Spencer Rattler. Are you a difference maker or not? Ah. And, and so and you, you and can indict people you like. You can indict people you like. But that that goes... You
0: know what, we're going to pause this for when we talk about we're going to pause this for when we talk about the the ACC because I want to get into this more when we talk about d j. Uyongalele.
2: Oh, another guy that should be in this conversation, but he's not yeah, he's not been a difference maker he he's not exactly. even he's not even at Spencer, Spencer's level, but Which just is, to wrap this up on Spencer, just to wrap this up. yeah you chose to go to Jurassic Park. Yeah. Life you finds a way. You your way to Georgia. Then you had. Then it would have been a better whatever. But you go to South Carolina. South Carolina, they're hungry. Their tailgates ain't celebratory. Their tailgates are anxious at yeah. South Carolina. There's some anxious tailgates over Listen, there. You keep 90,000 people going to come in that stadium. They high-fiving each other. They going like this. You must deliver. my Life they finds a way. In there. You must deliver. And for you to come in, a name they know. Yeah. And when that news hit, you best believe them little local papers and they said, oh, Spencer Rattler's now a game cog. You know, Michael, they ran to and fro, neighbor's house to neighbor's house, Excited. Water, cooler to water cooler. So you got to deliver. You have to deliver.
0: You got to deliver. Best
2: deliver. Well, best
0: let's talk best. about it. Let's talk about another guy. Um, cause we're doing quarterbacks and we only got a little bit left in the show. Um, because we got to
2: remember that now. We got some extra innings.
0: I know we got some extra innings, but we, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get some stuff in. Um, cause I want to talk, I want to get you guys' thoughts on Anthony Richardson. I'm going to start with you, uh, Clint on this one.
1: Look, I, I think he's the most gifted, gifted quarterback in the country.
0: Do you think I he's mean, a good quarterback?
1: I think it's, it's uh, the jury's still out on that one I mean okay. I, I think I think it, it, it you got to be a lot more than just gifted I mean we're talking about Spencer Rattler Lincoln Riley said he's the best thrower the football he's ever seen yeah. and I don't, I'm not gonna I'm, who am I to disagree with Lincoln Riley I'm not gonna tell you that right. But I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you it, it wasn't enough to answer the bell it wasn't enough to keep your job it wasn't right. enough to, to it wasn't enough to, to win ball games at Oklahoma when you had all the advantages in the world so when I when I look at when I look at, at at Anthony Richardson, I've been me and George have been talking about this for two years now. I, I told him last year, like, what, what, why are they starting Emory Jones? Like Anthony Richardson clearly gives you the best right. chance to win ball games, no question about it. When Does I he? watch him, I absolutely. Now, maybe not that, maybe not the first game of twenty twenty one, but by the time he got seven or eight games under his belt, he was going to be by yeah. far and away the better quarterback at Florida. Um, yeah. I mean, at least yeah. unless he just shit the bed and 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 was not and, and wasn't and had nothing but raw talent. Now that may have been the case, but I look at Anthony Richardson, man, and, and I, I, I when when I talk about a loose arm that can make all the throws, uh, with with his with his with his body engaged and disengaged to throw the ball, you know, with change arm slots, all that that quarterback guru stuff, George and I always talk about, um, and then the ability to to run the football. And, and I'm gonna tell you those things with Anthony Richardson, they stand out when. Georgia's on the other side of the ball. They stand out when Alabama's on the other side of the football. When elite athletes are on the other side of the football, he's bigger, he's faster, he's stronger, he throws the ball effortlessly across the entire field from the line of scrimmage to the damn goal line. He, he is an absolute animal physically. Can he put it together and become a, a, a really
0: good quarterback? We'll see. You know how many passes he threw last year?
2: Don't know, you can tell me.
0: Ninety four. Ninety four. Ninety four throws.
2: You gotta cut your teeth somehow. That was a that was a struggling season. I mean I know he got hurt. I know he up. got
0: I know he got hurt. I know he,
2: I know that he got hurt. But they also gave up forty plus to Sanford, not Palo Alto, Stanford, Sanford in the first half, in the swamp. That's how bad that team was. I no. second everything. Yeah,
0: oh yeah, they did. I forgot, about, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That yeah, was right I before you checking,
2: that was you checking, You're I've, checking your paperwork now. Check your paperwork. That was right before Thanksgiving.
0: I completely forgot yeah. about that. They got Look,
2: rocked. It, they got rocked. That's how bad the team was. Now I'm just simply saying, I'm a co-sign all everything Clint put on there. Most talented in the country. I'm just talking just like walking around with just tanks of nuclear everything. It's Anthony Richardson. At least up until them to the Mississippi River. What's it now, gonna take? What's it, it gonna take? It doesn't. It doesn't validate him as a great. Is he? Is he gonna be this? Is he gonna be that? We gotta let him get out there. We gotta give him a season sure. leading from the front, just like Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams came out of the bullpen.
0: We talked about that, and I agree. Uh, yeah,
2: we gotta. Now he gonna get a chance to have the ball. Start seeing the first batter. Second, third batter, that bullpen deal is a different deal. You come in the middle of the season. What's it like to start? But right. they got Anthony Richardson, 6'4", plus, 230, 240, plus. And for those of you who haven't seen him, go look at his he's YouTube He's a beast. Highlights. He's huge. Look at his YouTube highlights.
0: I was talking to a couple of and, friends and, that were at SEC Media Days, and they were like, oh, he's a
2: uh, large man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but he's also talented. So, now, yeah. what Billy Napier will do is sit down, evaluate. He had all spring and he's got all summer to craft this thing around Richardson. And, and Clint's right. They were playing games last year with Emery or Anthony or Emory or Anthony. Or, you know what, Anthony, come on in here. We'll give you a couple of little reps. Nah, yeah. they're going to craft this whole aircraft around, around
0: him. Okay, gets, Big difference now. That's a big difference. I, I I dig that. I, I I think you guys are convincing me. I just think I want to see it. My family's hey, from my family's from Missouri. Like just the show, show me, me state,
2: it, no doubt. I want to see hey, it. A quick a quick note, Clint. I'd like to get your thoughts. YouTube, Michael Hooker to me has been out here dealing. Good,
0: Good job. There's I... just
2: so many rock stars in Jurassic Park. This dude's been out here dealing. It's gonna show. They, I, mean, I mean, again, last year they caught a lot of people by surprise. And to me, Will Levis is like Thank a you. super powered Garoppolo. Like if Garoppolo took training to the nth degree and and only ate broccoli and smoothies and mayonnaise and his coffee, and he had a howitzer, that 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 to me that's like Will Levis. I'm not gonna let us go backwards. So for Kentucky, to me, he brought the floor up. Fellas, we ain't going to be in third and 18. We ain't going to be down 21 in no game. We ain't never going to have a bad practice. I got us. Everybody else do what you do, and then I got you. To me, that's Will Levis. I like both those two quarterbacks, and I'm curious, you know, Clint, what you think about him? what you both think about him? because Tennessee and Kentucky all of a sudden – are in real conversations to get in that top 12, top 15 legitimately?
1: Yeah, look, I think in the SEC, the the, the most pro-ready quarterback not at Alabama is Will Levis. I mean, I, I think I think he's a guy that uh, I'm not going to say he's going to take him by storm. I, I think it's a little bit of a stretch to say he's a first-rounder. I think that to have him have in that conversation, I think that's probably a little bit of a stretch based off of what I've seen. Um, but I, I do think that he's a guy that's pro-ready that would go in there and and but with the right team could could end up playing a long time at, at the NFL level. He's an accurate distributor of the football. He understands footwork. He under, understands throwing it on time and all those all those things. He understands the running games first. He understands hell. If you're gonna play for Mark Stoops, your ass is gonna understand. Don't turn the football over. Ball control. Make good decisions. And that typically plays well at, at the next level. I, I think when it comes to the draft and 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 as they evaluate guys, I, I don't think his ceiling's high enough to to put him in that conversation with some of those monsters, in, in my opinion. Um, when Hendon Hooker is an interesting one to me. I'm going to be completely transparent. I'm going to lean on you guys. I haven't seen him a ton, which I don't know anybody has at Tennessee because he just got there, played last year. But I love, I love the legit, like I'm talking, I ain't talking about somebody running around like a chicken with their head cut off. I'm talking about, legit dual threat i love like he knows what the hell he's doing like he's setting things up with his feet to to come back and then either hit him the other direction or or throw it over their head or throw it outside or throw the slant behind them he gets it like he gets it and josh heupel's an x-factor i I just i don't know enough about him personally but what i've seen i really like
2: go ahead george outside of bill o'brien and bryce young That's the best quarterback coordinator combo to me in the SEC because some programs have great coordinators and they got a quarterback coming on or some have some great quarterbacks and they got a quarter, a coordinator that they just met like down in Florida. Yeah. Hendon hooker plays fast, makes fast decisions. He's decisive. And Clint, you know how big a deal that is, Michael, you've been playing, you've been playing against quarterbacks on the opposite side. You love a quarterback that goes one to two to three. Mm. Which one did I want? You love that. No, the ball never stays back there. It's gone. Or he's gone. And he puts pressure. It's almost like him and Heupel when they come down the tunnel, it's like their mindset is apply pressure. Yeah. By Hooker, apply pressure. I
0: I saw Hooker in high school, and I really liked him. And when he transferred to Tennessee, I still liked him. And then when he got on the field, I like—I didn't know if he was going to beat out Joe Milton, but he did, and I loved it. And so, it a and,
2: big win, by the way.
0: Yeah, he makes plays. So here's what we got, guys. Mike. Mike, Mike,
1: can I check George real quick? Uh oh.
0: <clears throat> Go ahead.
1: B- Bill O'Brien is running Nick Saban's offense. How in the hell is Bill O'Brien and Bryce Young the best quarterback t- uh, coach tandem in the, in the SEC?
2: Well, because they wound up in the National Championship. Well, they damn, George, you can get that OC gig. And we'll take it. <laughs> and we'll take it. <laughs> and we'll take,
1: and take that And it. we'll now, take it. Now, I'm going to hit you with this. Let me hit you with this. Oh, I, I, I try I try to segue myself into this right here. My boy Kendall Browse and K.J. Jefferson got to be in that conversation.
2: Love
1: him. Hey, that that fit right there, man, with what Kendall does and what KJ can do. Woo-hoo-hoo.
2: But here's That's a here's, match made to heaven now. And, no, and, hey.
0: And, and no, no. Michael no. Felder, we, no, allow I'm, me to make
2: this quick, uh, Michael no. Felder, allow no. me to make this quick retort, this quick, quick. quick oh, my goodness. Get your watch. Bryce Young and Bill O'Brien have been battle tested. They've been battle tested. Sure. Look how they didn't blow through the SEC last year. They had some dogfights down the back stretch.
0: They had to work.
2: They got in there against Cincinnati. Cincinnati, that was a dogfight first half. Then you saw what happened with Georgia. They are battle-tested. Whoever's booked you're running, you still got to call, feel, execute, and then Bryce and, has to play out. And sure. then what I like about Bryles, I mean, what I like about Heupel and Hooker, they got hot. You would think at any point they that were thing smoking, would be extinguished. It would be extinguished week four, week five, week six. Somebody going to mess around and change the rotation, change coverage, change something. They couldn't. They had answers. So they I smoke. like what KJ and I like what Bryles is doing, Michael Felder. But the other two, one being battle tested and one just kept going. They never flamed out. Those two – Units, Bama and Tennessee coordinator and quarterback. To me, they lead this conference. It's we huge. haven't even
0: we haven't talked about Leach and Rogers. Um, uh,
2: well, I mean, where, where were we going to talk about it? <laughs> no,
0: about I no, that was a joke that I made. Um, oh yeah,
2: yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> no, um, no,
0: we listen. We only have a we got a short. We have very little time left, so I'm going to give you one transfer you're looking forward to. George started with you, Clint, then you go next. And then, then we're going to get to you guys ranking the, this conference.
1: Go ahead, Clint. Gosh, dang it, man. Why you giving me this question at the end? Mike? I, I, Look, I'll take I, I, I take it. I, I take it. No, no, no. Hey, I, I got, I got, I got a big dog. I, I just, I just, I really like Gibbs at Bama. I really like under the radar Evans at Ole Miss for the record. However, however, the biggest question in all of college football in my opinion right now the biggest decision that has to be made in college football right now is the quarterback at texas a&m
2: mm.
1: and i believe personally i believe max johnson at a&m is a no-brainer for jimbo fisher wow max i'm going wow. with max johnson
2: wow is right wow well,
1: y'all, look look Y'all, y'all gonna sit around and let Jimbo Fisher when, when it when it goes nine and three or eight and four and finishes in the middle of the West? Oh well, I had a young quarterback. I had a young quarterback again. Or, that's his
0: go to. That's his go to.
1: Oh yeah, that, well that's all. That, that ain't just his go to. Uh, he had
2: his- too many go tos. Now he got a ring in there. He got another chance. Like look, he yeah. got he got another what? Look here. Another what? He got he has been in some conference battles in there now. That, like he got, he got no, no, you, you said he got a ring
0: in there and he got another what? He, James he Winston got, won a
2: title. He hey, got, look, here, here's he got here's, some here's more contentions. Here's the deal. He here, here's fight. the deal. Here, here's right. the deal.
1: Yeah, I know in College Station, George, he won with Kelly Mon.
2: Yep.
1: Who I think uh Kevin Sumlin. That's a Kevin Sumlin recruit. Big shout-out to Kevin Sumlin, by that the way, is. joining the Field of 12 crew hey. this year. So, big shout-out to Kevin Sumlin. Hey. Um, hey. Yeah, come on. Come on. Um, but, yeah, man, so, I mean, I mean it, it just the, the, the reality is, man, is at some point we got to quit. I mean, you can't in one hand blame everything on Zach Calzada and then on the other hand say, yeah, but we beat Alabama. Well,
2: hell, Zach Calzada beat Alabama. Like Calzada beat Alabama. You can't, move, you can't talk Alabama. out of both sides of your damn mouth. No, True, yeah. but you got your Jimbo Fisher. You got a second year quarterback coming back off a broken leg last year who only played one game. And then you have a transfer. What's your expectations for the quarterback room? You don't get you don't get time to develop these guys. You don't get time to get them in there so they can cut their teeth. They gotta make their mistakes. First, they gotta solve who's gonna be the one to lead them. And you're right, that is a lot of pressure. That room. Will have a lot to say about the national picture. That Jimbo been room.
1: there. Jimbo been there five years in his quarterback room. He's supposed to be a quarterback guru. His quarterback room is in a position where Max Johnson from a sub five hundred LSU team can transfer and be considered the in the starting in the starting start, start, start,
0: uh, uh, competition. Well, I mean, yeah, that's
1: a good pickup, though. That's a good pickup. Oh, I, I, love, it. I, I, I mean, love
0: it. I mean, here's here's all. It. Listen, I know this is the SEC preview show, but let's not forget that Jim Harbaugh is supposed to be some sort of a quarterback guru too, and he ain't done nothing but have transfers.
1: Well, well, well. well. Easy. That's, that's, <laughs> <that> was...
2: <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> first of all, you got to get him. His very first year at Michigan. He got the transfer from Iowa. They won, what, nine games? Oh, yeah. No, I understand nine. that. But you know, like first, you got to get him. Second, he played two quarterbacks last year, and they both stayed in the in the era and, of portal.
0: And now we're looking they at both Cade Mack. We're looking at Cade Mack. We'll talk about this on the Big Ten Show. But Cade McNamara is about to be the starter again when J.J. McCarthy is the guy.
2: So. I think yeah. it goes the other way, personally. I well, listen. I hey. hope it. I hope it goes the other way. But but what you have. But they also. Insane. By the way, if you look
0: up their depth chart, Andrew Anthony is their best wide receiver. He's still sitting on the bench. He's just
2: season backup. That's insane. Yeah. But you have a Super Bowl coach back there who sees it. He feels these guys. He got a vibe. Team got a vibe. They know what it is. He got two That's quarterbacks good. and he kept them both. How many? How many coaches have done that? That doesn't happen if very
0: we, often. You're one hundred percent correct.
2: Back here to A they got murders row. So no, murders you know, no. everybody I mean, in the damn SEC West got murders row. Hang on, no, 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 no. I mean, no, you done no, named
1: not, one. Now you're naming A and E. Arkansas got the toughest damn schedule in the world. I mean, what else you got? That's three of the seven.
0: BYU well, has the, the hardest seven. schedule in college football, <laughs> for the record. Who says that? I, I'm, I'm saying BYU has the hardest schedule in college football.
1: Okay, we're splitting hairs. Arkansas's right there with them. Yeah, Cincinnati,
0: you know who, you know who BYU plays?
1: What hair are we cutting? Arkansas. BYU. BYU. I hadn't checked BYU's schedule, but I know Arkansas's got Cincinnati, BYU, and an SEC West schedule.
2: Yeah. I
0: mean, Cincinnati
2: shit, and BYU
0: is murderers, bro. They got, BYU's got Oregon. They got Oregon. They got Arkansas. They got Boise State. Oh no no I, I, they got Notre Dame Okay their schedule okay. is
2: hard they have a but hard noticed, schedule But I noticed that was it though you fired off them first three I or four That's
0: cuz I don't remember there's the rest. A, nope,
2: No no It's going to be New, New Mexico States in there. in there No
0: there's not Okay well, context
1: you know context matters I'm not saying BYU for yeah. BYU doesn't have a more difficult schedule than some yeah, folks do Yeah for BYU but, but I'm BYU saying timeout okay but here you, it is there,
0: there's time no timeout here we go here we go USF, not bad, but they play Baylor. Baylor picked to win the Big 12. Oregon picked to win the, the the Pac-12. They play Wyoming, no big deal. Utah State picked to finish second in the, um, in the Mountain Division uh, behind Boise State. They play Notre Dame. They play Arkansas. They play Liberty. They play ECU. They play Boise State. And then they get a little respite at the back end with Utah Tech and Stanford. And by the way, what there's, happened?
2: There's some nice little scraps in there. There's some, there's what happened to Stanford? Crap. Well, I mean, they're doing their academic thing. Some years it, some years it's going well, to play it's out on the field. Some, some it's been it's some
0: very long years since they were good.
2: It's been some very long years. We, I miss Stanford being up there. All right, let's go. I, I, come I on, guys. No, Everything I got it. is relative.
0: Here we go. We got to do the rankings. We're going to go back to back. Here's where we go. You guys want to start at the bottom or you want to start at the top?
1: What are we doing? Uh, what are we talking The SEC,
2: SEC rankings?
1: The
0: yeah, SEC we'll rankings. Bottom, we'll go
2: bottom. Bottom. Let's go door. bottom.
0: Intriguing. Do you want to do – are we going to do – okay, hang to. on. Dagan, are we going to go west? We're going to go – we're just going to do one through 14. Who do you think is – okay, let's do this. And I'm, I'm writing it down right here, right now. Here we go because I want to make we'll sure I can go. read it back.
2: We'll let Clint go first.
0: I got Clint and I got we're, we're, G-Dub and – okay, so let's go. Who do you think is going to be the worst team in the SEC? Vanderbilt? We all have Vanderbilt. Vandy. Yes. Vandy. Okay.
2: I got Vandy finishing sixth, by the way. No, Wait, what? you are
4: your line. Sixth
2: no, I'm what? I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely lying. I'm he good. must got an like, yeah. uncle. He got an uncle coaching at, at Nashville. <laughs> what he got. I'm just trying to give Nashville a little something to boot and scoot about. Sorry, right. Nashville. Y'all 13. Who do we got?
0: Missouri. Missouri. We both have you guys both have Mizzou. Okay, this is where it gets hairy for me. All right, here we go. Twelve. I'm I'm ready. Not for me. Let's go.
2: South Carolina.
1: All right, I'll ru- I'll ride South
0: Carolina there. Okay. Eleven.
2: I got Auburn. Ooh, wow. I think the heat going to turn up on Harson. I think the team gonna do fine. I think the staff gonna battle. I think Harson is going gonna blow up and Bristol.
0: It's gonna be spicy. I,
1: I'm 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 changing mine, uh, uh, Mike. I'm going LSU at eleven. At, uh, at eleven and South Carolina at ten.
0: Oh, is that where we're at? No, we're, so we're at. So you want to? So here's just, okay. I'm swapping them.
1: You got LSU got, at twelve and South Carolina Vandy, at eleven. I got Vandy, Missouri, LSU. South Carolina is where I'm we at. We haven't even
2: talked about LSU at all, and yeah, I got thoughts. Um, LSU at 12, which means that's a losing record. <laughs> yeah, what about, yeah, hey, love him or hate him, think he's Newt Rockney or think he's corny. That's a ball coach and Brian Kelly. Yeah, that's a ball coach. Maybe we'll he can dance the Southern accent. Whatever. When he gets in there, Notre Dame has been in the top of these rankings, in the top half of the top 25 for how many years? Then he tweaked their recruiting. More southern kids have been coming to southern Indiana, I mean the northern Indiana, on his behalf. He has tweaked that as a modified SEC program, like Ohio State did. We're going to be the northern (laughs) SEC program, and they have been winning. Watch out now with that LSU! You, you're not going
1: to talk me out of it, George. I see the silly ass dancing. I heard the silly ass accent. I heard the corny ass uh, greeting no to the media the other day. No I no don't doubt. think that shit. I don't think that shit plays in Baton Rouge near as well as people
2: think it it's going to play. It does not, not, off, not from, play. Not from, but, not from well, jump. Well, not from it me, jump. doesn't play, but the ball coaching plays. Well, let me ask.
0: Hang on, because George, you and I talked about this pretty show. Clint, yeah. where are you from?
1: Right here, Baytown, right outside of Houston
0: rise out of Houston, right? So that's mm-hmm. a pi- that's a pipeline straight into Louisiana, right? Yeah, yep. absolutely. If they won't listen to Ed Orgeron, why will they listen to Brian Kelly? The kids on that team.
1: It, I'm I'm with you. I, I think I agree with your point. Uh, I I, no, think no, no, I, no. I mean, I mean, bro, like Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly went into LSU. And and I don't, I don't I can't remember the kid's name. I was listening to one of the spaces from LSU the other day. There's a five star cornerback that was committed, I believe, out of North Shore, Texas, but he was originally from Baton Rouge. His dad, his dad right. was a, his dad balled at LSU. I can't remember. I, I should know his name. You would know it if I could remember. And Jimbo Fisher went in there and flipped that dude from LSU. And, and I mean, I, I'm just telling you, man. Like, dude, his roots, his folks, his people. They're from are, there. Are in Baton Rouge. He's playing in a powerhouse in Houston, where LSU's known to come over here and take and take folks. But yeah. and- but
2: that's not the question. The question ain't recruiting. He said, "Why would kids who didn't listen to Orgeron listen to Brian? Kelly? Brian Kelly's a different animal than Orgeron. I know them both. I love them both. Orgeron is your granddad ish. Brian Kelly, that ain't the substitute teacher. That's the principal." He's going to come in here and grab these dudes by the throat as a team. We're going this direction. I have a spot for you. Come join or that's the door. Like, and there's a handful of coaches that have that. They either show teeth or they got their arms out. Uh, Your your guy uh, in Clemson got his arms out. Uh, Dabo, yeah. Like Ryan Day got his arms out. Some of these coaches, they show teeth. You're going to hop in there and do what you're supposed to do. You didn't come to LSU to not win. They brought a dude down from Notre Dame with a track record, half the talent of LSU in its history, half. Half the five stars, half the All Americans, half the draft picks. They've been. I, I bet you, if you go the last ten years, Notre Dame has won equal two or more games than LSU. They've
0: and won had... more games with the, even with them going undefeated through the season. Yeah, they won, right. that, no, that's won more seeing. games. So
2: Brian Kelly, he's bona fide. and his message ain't going to be "Please go with me." It's "We're going this way, rock or roll."
1: But how many years is- you giving him? How many years you
2: giving him? Oh, hell, he's going to be down there. A great pickup for LSU. He's going to be down there until he gets no, I'm talking tired. About how, no, I'm talking about how many, how many years you give him before he's winning ball games and competing down there. Two. going to have to cut their teeth. They're certainly not 12th in the SEC, though. Oh, my God. This ain't even a sober comment. I've been rolling with you all day now. I've been rolling, but you all. well. will see. Oh, this ain't even a silver comment. Well,
1: you dancing. ain't talking me out of it. <laughs> oh, my you ain't talking God. me out of it. Okay. So here's what I know. George would have got his ass on that silly ass little uh, little, little uh, rotating stage that Brian Kelly was dancing on, and would did a little dance with him
0: in them in them, with them neon lights. No, George, no, your, your ass no. would
2: have been dancing. Yeah, no, hey, I, I I'd have been over that. there by the door like. Okay,
0: time out. <laughs> I gotta run traffic. I gotta run traffic. And so, then
2: I would have said. I wouldn't have done it, but I understand. Get them wins. That's Here we it. Go. We got it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. We're, we're at 12th ten. In the L- Twelve. George, LSU 10. 12th is not sober. That's not even a sober George, state. Ten. Ten. 10. I 10. got Mississippi State. I got Mississippi State.
0: Miss State. Okay. Uh, I'll go ten. Auburn there.
2: I'll, I'll go Auburn.
0: Okay. Nine. George. I got Florida. Okay. I listen. Thank you, because I've had a million Florida fans bar- bo- bother me. Because, and we don't have time to get to the games. We're not going to have time to get to that. But I'm going to tell you, I think Utah is going to stomp a mud hole in Florida.
2: I think they beat Utah, but struggle with the rest of the SEC. Wow. Yep. Yeah. It, nine. It's be-
0: nine. Nine. Clint.
1: Who nine? I'll go. I'll go Florida with with uh, with George here. Okay. Eight. I got LSU.
0: LSU at eight. What do you got at eight? Kentucky? Uh,
1: no, 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 no. Um, I'll go Mississippi State. Ooh,
0: wow. That is bold. Um, Seven?
2: I got them hogs at seven.
0: I like that. Okay. What do we got at seven, Clint? I
1: will go. I'll go Kentucky at seven.
0: Oh, UK. Here we go. Will Levis. What about six for you, George?
2: I got the Fighting Lane Kiffins at number six. Ole Miss.
0: There we go. Six for you. I'm going Tennessee at six.
4: Tennessee at mm.
0: six. I think they're going to be a breakout team this year, to be quite honest. Mm. They, five? They're going to break out. I got
2: Tennessee at five.
0: Tennessee at five. See, five is good. I like that. What do we got at five for you, Clint? I
2: got Ole Miss at five.
0: Okay. Ooh.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: Jackson. You got Art.
2: family down there? You got family in uh Oxford? No, but it's the you only team I got Daniel? left on my list.
0: <laughs>
1: no, I'm I'm banking on Lane Kiffin and that sucker winning eleven games last year. I think he'll be all
2: right. With Matt Corral. We got we don't yeah. know who we got no.
0: right now. But who we got it for? What do we got for?
2: Uh to me I have uh the newest football school in Kentucky. And the uh, fighting Mark Stoops. UK at four. I
0: love Mark Stoops. I think he's a fantastic coach. What do we got at four for you, Clint? I'll go A&M. and m That's a good one. I like that. Interesting. Three interesting. for you.
2: I hope we record that. At it's three. Four, uh, to me, it's going to be the Aggies. So you have three. If one, you're one pick off. Yeah. That's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, he has them at four. Different.
2: You have them at three. Yeah, but still, when it come down to really, you know what I'm saying? Assessment. His assessment is still one degree off. One degree. That's the difference in a lot of things <laughs> in life. Okay, so
0: that's, I, that's a good
2: point. I'll,
1: I'll go. I'll go Arkansas three, and then you know the top
0: two. Oh, oh I fucking love it. Georgia at two, Bama at one for both of you guys. That's the. Sh- guys, the that's hogs, the sh- up at three, guys. That's the show. It's aggressive. So.
1: Aggressive, aggressive,
0: <laughs> y'all.
2: That's the show. That, hey, I hope that plays into a nice golf membership. I hope you. I hope somebody watching was like, you know what, you you want to jump on that
1: Trevor Knight Arkansas A and M gamble? I, I'll, I'll take. I'll I'll give you the best. Straight up, I don't care what the line is in Dallas, neutral site. I got Arkansas. You got A All that shit you talking. You'll put it. You'll, I want him. I want one of them hundred dollar. The ESPN money you're making. Elite Eleven money you're making. Give me one of them. Her, them herners. Bam, bam, bam.
0: Come on, hold what do you say? Yo, yeah. On, Folks, on, you, you heard it here first. Um Giggling. let's do it. Cheers. <laughs> Yo, that's the show. Guys, this is um this has been filled to twelve after dark. And um, hang on, let me make sure I just got a note here. Oh, he's makes, telling you we got extra innings.
2: That's what the net, that's what the note said. He's telling you we got extra innings. No, we already went into God. extra
0: we already went into extra innings. This is in extra innings.
2: It's eleven it's eleven twenty five, my man. Yeah, this is prime time. What they watching? CSI right now, the third sports center. No, they watching they watching this. So yeah, watching-
0: no, we got extra this is a we did extra innings because we went I we went long. So just make sure you, you you subscribe and give us a thumbs up there on the YouTube page. And uh once we pop on the series, make sure you tune into that as well. Um
2: Clint George. Cheers, boys! Hey, and welcome again. Your first, this certainly ain't gonna be your last. But great, run. Oh, you're done. Great job setting us set. up. Great job, Michael Felder. I'm here to listen. I'm here to run point, baby.
0: And Clint, been one of these kind of nights, Mike. I know you did it. Listen, you put in. I, hey, you know what? Let me let me empty mine for you too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Y'all go ahead and empty my hey, bubble it bubble hey. it joint baby. We're done, baby. We're done. Uh, and, and your insight followed what the bottles look like. They ran <laughs>
0: in. Wow.
2: Third with hey, hey, Wow. Hey, I'm gonna not a drip
1: out that bottle coming out. I'm gonna tell you this. George got AM going number three for all the same reasons that we they had them ranked high last year. Same shit, different day. Same there we go.
0: Shit. Tomorrow, tomorrow, come back to the same channel. We'll be, they'll be talking about the uh, Big Ten. Big Ten's gonna. Let me before we wrap up. What do you think about the Big Ten? Obviously Ohio State, but then behind them, what are you thinking
2: about? I don't know if it's a if it's a behind thing. I, I think you're back to two monsters. You're back to two Utu. predators on the jungle floor. Michigan. Uh, back to Michigan. Again, now let's now let's now look. You open the door. You got to come on in now. You can't just open the door and stand that port. Come on in here, Michael Felder. Ohio <laughs> uh Michigan is fresh off a final four from last year. Uh-huh. Bonafide. The feeling sure. in the building is something. Washington went
0: there. to the final four before too. And guess what did It that that has didn't nothing to do with that.
2: Yeah, but yeah, but I don't know that book. I know this book. And I yeah, know this. I'm, and I'm sick of reading it. This, <laughs> this team's got both quarterbacks returning. They got a lot on defense. Their stars took off and went to the NFL. Right. But the vibe on the ground from those who I get a chance to speak with oh, no, 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 no. It's, everything is validated and verified. With no Gaddis. You say what?
0: With no Gaddis.
2: With no gaddis. In fact, they have a two-coordinator co- two system. Here's the thing. They remind going. me.
0: They remind me a lot. And this is the first time that i Listen, Clint, you've used profanity multiple times during the show. George? Me? Yeah, you.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm going to say right that. now, when Michigan State went to the playoff, they also walked around with a big swing of dick the next year. Did they? Yes. Nah. No, Set don't tell me. No, 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 no. They no, got no, no. beat no. down
2: by Alabama, and they, and, and they was Georgia, out.
0: And Georgia got beat down. Excuse me, out. Michigan got beat down by Georgia. Did they not?
2: The eventual national champions, the best unit in, in Alabama all was the beat. eventual
0: national champions. Were they not?
2: No, they were. But I'm just simply saying. All I'm saying here's yeah. the thing. I got listen. They I'm lost to, to the White Walkers.
0: I'm gonna Michael give you Cody? I'm gonna give you an insight. My wife, you saw her in the background a little bit. She, her cousin was a starting left tackle for them. Who? Cole Chewins. For Michigan or for Bama? For Michigan State. When yep. they lost to Alabama. Yep. And they thought they were like, oh, we'll be back here next year. And then it was like, oh no, we're not.
2: That just wasn't sober thinking on her cousin's part. Quarterback <laughs> gone, running back gone, all them guys gone. It just wasn't. And I get the parallel you're straining to make. I'm not straining. This isn't fit. a hard parallel. This is the um, reality. paper it fits. I'm saying Michigan, Michigan, great recruiting class. And now all that work, effort, and grind that they do with Ohio State in yeah. terms of thinking about that team – In Ohio, they're only thinking final four. That's it. Sure. They can think about (laughs) it it all they want. They're not,
0: they can, here's the thing
2: they can think about it all they want.
0: For George Whitfield, for Clint Sterner, I'm